Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. It's Thursday, February 25th, 2010, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee, and I am very, very excited for tonight's show. You have no idea. We are going to be having on the wonderful, talented Suzanne Rogers on our show, who plays the role of Maggie Horton on NBC Daytime's Days of Our Lives. They'll be calling in very, very shortly. And you are welcome to call into the show with your questions for our guests tonight, as well as ask away in our chat room. If you want to participate via the phone call, the phone number to dial in is 646-595-4228. Chat rooms right now up and running. Also, we are on Twitter. Just follow us at Buzzworthy Radio, and we'll definitely we'll definitely get your questions uh, asked on the air. Notice I'm like stopping in between because I'm just right. I was seriously very. Very, very saddened when I just read about uh, Andrew uh, Koenig. Everybody who was a Growing Pains fan remembers him as Mike Stever's best friend, Boners to Bone. Uh, Apparently, his body was found in Vancouver Park, and it's just just a sad moment to to read about that. I'm just uh, a little bit shaken by that. He was one of my uh, favorite characters on the show, and I really, really hoped that it wasn't going to go that far, but, oh, man, it's terrible. Oh, man. Whew. Very, my condolences and thoughts goes out to his family. It, it really, it's really, it's really tough. It's really tough to hear. Oh, man. Mm. I'm sorry, guys, but it's, uh, wow. Oh, man. You know, if it's like one of your favorites is passed on, you know, you just can't uh, can't garner your composure like right right off the second. You know what I mean? But it's just it's tough. It was just tough to read that. I was hoping that that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna be the news, but it was. And I'm just uh, I'm just uh, I feel for that family. I really really do. And I know some of you out there are growing pain fans as well. Do for those out there, it's just uh, Terrible. Yeah, apparently CNN just uh, CNN just had released it. So yeah, that's where it was. But you guys, I am excited. I'm excited to have with us right now on the line is Suzanne Rogers. Hi. From NBC's Days of Our Lives. How are you? How are you? (laughs) I'm doing just. Thank you so much for doing this show. Oh, my pleasure. let me just start off and say what an honor and privilege it is to be talking to not only a former rock cat, oh. but one of a, but one of a, one of many many people's favorites on days at this point in time. I I tell you, my heart was like racing when 
Oh, I am so happy. Listen, I am so happy. I'm so happy to be found again. You know, you, you, you go on for time and nobody knows you're there or even still on the show. And then all of a sudden, our producer walks in and says, why aren't you working? And I go, oh, <laughs> yes, why am I not? <laughs> why are you not working? Yeah, exactly. Well, why are isn't you not that working? nice? Well, it was nice to be found again. So I had a writing Absolutely. team that wanted to write for me that had written for me years ago. And our this producer was also a writer way back then. And he wrote stories for me. And he didn't understand why I, still, why I wasn't working. So now he's a producer and he could do something about it. That's right. That, well, isn't that, that isn't, nice? Isn't, isn't, it, isn't it funny how that works out? Isn't it funny? Isn't that funny? Seriously. Yeah, no, I, I, I just I If someone had said... You know, a year ago, you will still be on the show and have something to do, some kind of a storyline. I would have said, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you wouldn't another, have believed them. I wouldn't have believed them. I really wouldn't have. I would have said, no, I don't think that's in the cards anymore. But here we are, and here we are talking. Really? Isn't this nice? Here we are talking about it. This is so yes. cool. I mean, you you've been on the back burner for so long, and then so right long. out of the clear booth. Right out of the clear blue sky, I you've know. gotten so much meaty material within the last several months. I'm working that, like with you just everybody. Said, yes. You're working with everybody I'm now. I'm working with and everybody. Just, Isn't that What nice? took them so long? What took them so long to come up with something like this? It's really well, the question that everybody is asking. Well, I I think there were other uh, other you know people under contract that had big guarantees that had to be used, and um, I I never had a big guarantee on the show, and so. A guarantee for your audience that doesn't know is it's so many shows a week or a month that you have to work. And I never had a very big guarantee. Um, yeah. So that was I kind of what I think it kind of hampered them. But I also don't think there was any story at the time. You know, they, they um, at the time, the, the writers at that point in time or the producers or whatever didn't see me involved in any other storylines. And here... Yeah, the doors opened and a new writer comes on and a new producer comes on and they go, well, why isn't she with this story or with that story or why mm-hmm. isn't she here? And, and it was just like they were open to see. And that was what, what it was. That's all I can say. Absolutely. And aren't I lucky? Yes. You are lucky. I mean, I you've been so through lucky. so You've been through so Your character's been through so much on this show. I mean, yeah. you started on the show in 1973. Yes. And who would have who thought? That not only would your character get bludgeoned by a wine bottle, wind up coming back alive on a an island that looks reminiscent of that of Salem, and then right right now just going through the ups and down warning the loss of Nikki and and my dearly Melanie getting shot. I mean, you know, Melanie getting shot. It's just yeah, that's what stressed. I mean, that just pushed me right over the edge, you know, because she's just. She's just a deer, and then and I'm and I'm loving this. I'm loving this feeling of of these characters calling me, you know, Grandma, Ma, you know, Maggie. You're yeah. like a mom to me. I mean, it's just it's just dear, and it's loving, and it's touching, and I think the audience is just eating it up. So I'm very happy about that. We are eating it up, and it's, it's, it's we are eating it up. And yeah. there was something that I had read. And I, I definitely wanted to uh, clarify this. Um, you were shocked that they killed off the character of Nikki. You didn't expect that at all, or anything. You didn't expect it to I go was, that I route. Was, I was stopped. Um, yeah, I was shocked because um, uh, Mickey hadn't been on the canvas, meaning uh, used, 
Um, John Clark had decided to leave the show, uh, which was about four years ago, and he just wanted to, you know, retire. So he left, and he was also very upset that I had gotten killed off. So there that, that was kind yeah. of a double whammy with him. He, he said, you know, why don't they kill me off? I want to go, you know, and, and leave you there, but that's that's not the way it was supposed to be. Anyway, um, so when he left, they tried, they replaced, uh, they had, you know, there were three guys, that they, different ones that came in, but it never kind of clicked, not necessarily, I mean, with me, it was fine. I mean, you know, you work with who you're given to work with, you know, but I guess the yeah. audience or the writers or the network or whoever just didn't, and they just never thought it worked or gelled. And so um, for the last three Christmases, there has been no Mickey at the Christmas trimming of the tree. And um, right. and so when Gary Tomlin came on, he said, you know, I think we need to wrap this up. And mm-hmm. I'm like thinking, okay, does that mean wrapping me up too? Wrapping you know, you because up, that's yeah. your that's your your question because you're a couple and you even though you you talk about Mickey being on a trip or a business trip or somewhere else or on a case or whatever, you're still a couple. And all of a sudden I thought, well, I said, well, what about me? And he said, oh no no, you're you're not going anywhere. I said. Okay, this is good. No. <laughs> I mean, there was that minute of, oh, my God, and then, oh, my God, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that, that kind of is, um, so I, needless to say, when I knew it was going to be an actuality that they were going to kill the character of Mickey off, I called John and um, because I thought, I need to tell him. I, he can't be seeing this in print somewhere and not know about it. Um, so when I called, uh, someone had already sent him some scripts, which I hadn't even, I didn't even have scripts yet, but he already knew, so it made me not have to be the one to tell him easier, you right. know. But he right. was on the phone with his wife, and we were talking and everything, and I just said to him, I said, I just hope I do, I hope you, I hope I do you justice, and I hope everything, you know, I hope you're pleased. And and that's all you can hope for. You know, that's all you can do is, is you just have to do, you try to do your best. And, Absolutely. Uh, so it was, it was, it was very, it was hard to do, though, because it was another Horton gone, you know. So that's, yeah. that's what makes it, that's what makes it tricky, you know. So anyway, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. 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 I know. So well, look, I, I was kind of stunned, but... Uh, they weren't going to recast. They were just going to, you know, have him um, have a heart attack. Mm. Yeah, or a stroke. Mm. Or, I mean, I just find him on the Something. floor. But they don't, the audience doesn't see me find him. They see me go upstairs, and then they see me come back downstairs, and I'm in shock. You know, and of course, that's, um, you know, because they didn't have a, quote, body, you know, uh, to use, you know, um, Right. So anyway, but I think it was done well. I, I mean, I think the audience, uh, you know, obviously they they're they're upset they're, that he's gone, that the character's gone. But they they felt that it was probably the best thing to tie it up and and then to move on with the story. Look what came from it after that, though. Oh, look, what, that. look what happened. I know. Look what happened after that. Oh, Isn't it amazing? Goodness. 
I know. I I just, uh, as I said, pinch me. That's all I can say, you know, because I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, woo, okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. I actually had a, a question that was supposed to be sure. to ask you, which I thought was a really good question. Yes. Uh, this came from Tim. Uh-huh. and. I think this was something that he wanted to have clarified as well. Yes. When they revisited your condition on yes. the show, yes. were you uncomfortable when that was done or was that brought upon by you and you wanted to have that story be told? Uh, well, see, um, no, I was, I was um, stunned that they were bringing it up again because it, it, the way it was heading, it almost sort of looked like Maggie was going to start drinking again. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. the way it was kind of leaning. That's what we and all thought, all of a sudden, yeah. They went the other way, and uh, Gary told me, he sat me down, and he said, you know, we're going, to, we're going to touch on the myasthenia again. And I said, oh. And he kind of was sitting there looking for a reaction from me. I said, well, I, I can't say this is, I'm thrilled about it. I said, because you must understand, when we did this story before, I was in the throes of of having the myasthenia. And I said, now Mm -hmm. I've I've been in remission since 95, and I want to keep it that way. So uh, he says, well, it's it's not going to be, because I, when I had the the illness, now I'm in remission. There is no cure, so I just am in remission. Uh, I had it from like the neck up. I, you know, it affected my face, my facial features on my face, and then the prednisone on top of that affected the features of my face. So it was that mm-hmm. kind of, of um, I wasn't, I had difficulty speaking. Uh, you wouldn't have been able to understand me. I wasn't, I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't enunciate because I couldn't move my mouth and my tongue properly to, to enunciate. So, but that's not what they were going to do it of my limbs, of the arms or legs or whatever, and the dizziness or whatever. That's how they were going to do it. So I thought, okay, uh, as I was driving home after the conversation with Gary, I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to approach this as if someone had said, here's a script, and you're going to be blind, or here's a script, and you're going to be, you know, something. I would approach it as an actress doing, playing a role, and that's how I'm going to do it. So it's not so close to home you know mm-hmm. yeah because wow. it, it is it is um you know it's obviously something that when i had it it was something that was on my mind every second of every minute of every hour of every day now i i don't think about it other than if someone else has some kind of neuromuscular disease then i of course it pops in my mind that yes that's what i have too but Right. The good thing about what I have is that it's not a degenerative disease. It's not like mm-hmm. MS. It's not like MS or Parkinson's or lupus. Or It doesn't get any worse than what it is that you have. You know. Now, of course, you can have it really bad. Aristotle, right. he died from it. Uh, so you can, you can have it very badly. But for me, it didn't ever go down into my chest because that's when you can't breathe and that's when you die. Right. So I didn't have it, knock on wood, I didn't have it, that's how it affected me was from my neck up. So what I needed to do, use for the show, I couldn't use. It was, you know, I always said, it was like God tapped me on the shoulder and said, slow down, you know, slow down, you're going 110%, slow down. And it totally slowed me down, you know, I was completely out of commission for a year. 
And then, of course, when I came back on the show, I was still on the prednisone. I was on the prednisone from from 84 to 95. So it was a long haul. And um, they they put you on it, they wean you on it, but they wean you off of it twice as slow as they put you on it. So, um, I mean, there was a stage when, when uh, the doctor said, you will never be below 10 milligrams every other day. And I said, oh, well, wait a minute. I, I'm already mm-hmm. down to 7 milligrams every other day. And I said, I've had a dream that I'm going to break a 5-milligram tablet in half and I'm going to get down to two and a half, so I know I'm going to get down to two and a half. He said, well, he said, I, I, you know, you're still having flare-ups. I said, I only have flare-ups when I come to see you. <laughs> so anyway, you know, it wasn't very nice. But, I mean, he kept calling me his guinea pig. So I thought, well, I mean, if he's going to be that, I mean, I felt that was kind of rude. So I thought, well, if yeah. he's going to say that to me, I, I can say what's on my mind to him. So, um, no, I just, I was in my heart of hearts. I I prayed a lot, and a lot of people, I'm sure I'll never know how many people were praying for me to get well, um, and and God's hand that got me well and got me into remission and got me back on the show. Absolutely. You know? We're glad you're, you know, we're glad you're here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is so fun. <laughs> That's too funny. That yeah. is too funny. I, yeah. I actually have, a, I actually do have a, uh, a caller on the line, um, okay. Joanne. Um, uh-huh. Joanne, one of my colleagues, is joining us right now. Okay, hi, Joanne. I wanted to put her through. Okay. Hi there. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Just great. It's Thank you. Pleasure to speak with you. And oh, I this was, is so much fun. This is so you know, much fun. No, are these calling shows great? I love always, it. I absolutely yes. love it. There's no better way to get instant feedback from people. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, I was uh, listening to you guys talk about um, I don't want to mis- mispronounce it but myasthenia. myasthenia gravis yes. now, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm a survivor of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma oh congratulations um, thank you um, I was diagnosed when I was 32 I'm 40 now and I went through the chemo and all that and, and uh-huh. eventually had to have a bone marrow transplant uh-huh. and the side effects from the bone marrow transplant are a lot of what you describe how you uh-huh. were Ah, and it's it's and it's five years. It'll be five years. Um, oh, this September that I had the bone marrow transplant. Wow. And they say there's never a cure. You're always in remission. Yes. But you know, five yes. years is a good mark to hit. No kidding. No kidding. You know. So my question to you is because yes. I know I'm very critical when I see soaps or any other show try and portray these diseases on television and how accurate they are. Do you find yourself doing the same thing? Well, what I did was um, I called the foundation and I got uh, the up-to-date brochures. And when I got the brochures here at the house, I took a yellow marker. I know we're all familiar with those. And I Mm -hmm. marked through all the things that had personally affected me that I had gone through, that the medications I had been on, the I, I had a thymectomy, which was an operation that they took out my thymus gland. And I, I, I highlighted everything that was in those brochures that had personally affected me, and then I gave, I gave them to Gary, the producer, and he passed it on to the head writer. So they have all the information, and that's, you know, they can use it or do with it, you know, as they see fit. Right. 
but I, I just, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I am in the plate, the state that I am now, that I can play it as an actress as opposed to actually trying to fight it at the same time they were trying right. to write it. You know, because right. that was right. not pleasant. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, oh, can I you hope imagine being in front of a camera when you're feeling rotten? <laughs> not at all. I mean, I think I, I'm like if you, if if you keep up with all my children, the Jr. character is going through. Hodgkin's lymphoma now, and I'm watching yeah. him, and they're doing a really, really good job. Oh, good. Um, portraying it uh-huh. so far, and he's doing a really good job. But I am pretty critical about it, and I sure. do make comments to the actors if I see them or talk to them on my show or whatever, if if they're doing it right or if they're not doing it right, because right. you know I think it's, right. if you're going to portray these diseases, do it justice. Well, that yeah. that was my that was my feeling also because I said, well, it's got to be informative and it's got to be truthful, right. and of course everyone has it differently. They're not not like they're not two people that are the same. I mean, when I started, when the when the prednisone, when I was weaning my off the prednisone and I was getting better, um, I w- I was their spokesperson. I went around the country and I did a lot of you know. Uh, seminars for them i went to uh you know i just i, w- I did walks you try to raise money for this cause mm-hmm. nobody knows about this illness it's very it's very unknown so right, right. they a lot of a lot of the people said you don't have it and i said what do you mean i don't have it and mm-hmm. they says well you're so you're you're fine you know because the one you know some people got had it so much worse than i and uh, mm-hmm. it was, and and they kind of doubted that you had it if you were yeah. well. If you oh, were yeah. in remission, they didn't, they they couldn't believe that you actually had it ever, you know. Uh-huh. So that, I that is, there you go, there you go. And so, but uh, but I was, um, I took my mom. I had to go down to Australia uh, to do this for this, you know, this magazine that was down there, and they wanted a, a, me to come down. And when I got to my hotel room, there was a note in my in the box at my hotel room, and there was this woman, and she said, "You don't know me, but my husband was just diagnosed with this illness that I think you have, and do you think you could call me and talk to me or talk to him because he's very depressed?" Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of things I was doing. You know, I would call people I didn't know, or if I'd get a fan letter from someone who was talking about themselves or their family or someone. And, you know, and I just would call randomly, just pick up the phone and call these people to help. I mean, just to give them a little bit of encouragement because nobody I knew knew what this was. And so I didn't have that somebody to call me and say, now, come on, buck up and get going here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, it it helps to have. I think it just helps to just talk about it and get it up, just get it out there and, and you know, let people know about it. Absolutely, and like I said, as long as they're doing it justice, then that's okay with me. Exactly, um, exactly. You're absolutely right when you say that two people don't suffer the same. I would always get, well, oh, right. so had this, and they and they bounced back fast. And I said, yeah. well, I ain't so-and-so, and uh, I'm not. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I, yeah. after my treatments, I had to go to uh, physical therapy to learn how to get my gait back because it was so unsteady that as there I walked, go. I would just ima- automatically fall. My oh, legs yeah. would give out underneath me at the drop of a dime. And oh, they would yeah. look at me and say, why is this 33-year-old girl in a wheelchair? She looks healthy. I she don't look sick. You know, I know. Said, well, you know, I, know. I was one of those girls who didn't lose weight with cancer. You know, there I gained you go. weight. 
there you so go. Well, just, you I know. had double vision so bad, and here's my doctor who's down in, at the time he was at UCLA, and then he moved down to Long Beach, and he's telling, you've got to come down and, you know, you have to, you have to make a trip down here every week. And I'm thinking, and who am I going to get to drive me down there every week? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. So I drove down the 405 freeway with one eye open and one eye shut. Now imagine that out yeah, here on yeah. the freeways. But you have to do what you have to do. That's because right. your friends are working and they, they don't have right. the time. And they, you know, they know, but they don't know what you're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's what I did. I mean, thank God I never got pulled over. But, I mean, I could have easily been pulled over. And if they had said, walk the white line, I would have said, which one? You know, yeah, because right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't have seen it. I mean, I, I was yeah. seeing two or three, you know. Well, I'm over I, the slow lane going really slow. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, God forbid, anything could have yeah. happened. Yes, yes, yes. Anything could have happened, and thank God it didn't. So. Well, absolutely. And oh. um, much, much, much success to oh, you. and, and, and to you, and, and, and may you be in remission for the rest of your life. Yes, may you also. Thank and you it's so a pleasure much. talking to oh, you, Noelle. Thank you so much. And watch Still- the show. Yes, I will. I will. I promise I will. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Thank you so much. Have okay. a good one. All bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, isn't she? I love yes, her. Yes, really. So yeah, sweet. she's awesome. So sweet. Very well, so awesome. are you. You're so nice. Well, thank you. Yeah. I try to be. Sometimes I fake it. I don't know if I succeed. Oh, come on. <laughs> nah, you don't. You know, you got to let your little demons out every once in a while, but that's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love, love it. That. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I actually um, actually had a note passed on to me from a very okay. close source to Brian DeTillo. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. He, I love he, Brian he DeTillo. To, he, he found out that you were coming on the show today. Oh, my to God. His to you. Oh, my God. I love him so much. I miss him so much. I mean, you know, that that was just such a shock to me. Talk about a shock about whether I was going to have the myasthenia or not. Talk about a shock. Finding out Brian was no longer going to be on the show, I went, <gasps> I mean, I couldn't believe, I just couldn't believe it because, I mean, this was one person that over all these years I've had scenes with, and we've had some wonderful scenes yeah. together. And, you know, I I just love him to death. And, you know, I just was shocked. I was so shocked when I found out that he wasn't going to be on the show anymore, and I couldn't understand why. You know, so there you go. Uh, you you don't, you can't understand, you can't, you know, well, you know, it's just this roller coaster that you go on and all of your emotions are going up and down and you're going, well, what is the reason? And you wonder why. But, right. you know, it's, it's uh, you don't always get that answer, unfortunately. You know, it's not because very... he wasn't a wonderful actor because he he really is. He's he's the best. So, I mean, I just want him to go and and go onward and upward and that's it. You know, that's the thing. You you just hope for your friends to do well and to do what they want to do in life and that's what I hope for him. Absolutely. We all did. I was very upset that he was uh not going to be part of the show anymore. Oh. But it's just it was just it was it was heartbreaking and I uh, know. To hear that you and Joe Muscolo gave him a phone call letting him know how you felt, it was absolutely touching. Well, I, you know, um, Brian has just always been very special to me. And, 
And, um, you know, he was sort of like the first person on the show. I mean, there was the group of, of, you know, the mature actors. And he was the first person that I got to work with that was younger, you know, when he came on the show. And he was so lovely and so respectful. And he goes, okay, everybody's got to learn their lines. I got a scene with Suzanne today. You know, I mean, that's what he says, okay, we got to get, we got to shape up here because I'm working with the Emmy winner here. I'm working with the Emmy winner here, you know. I mean, you can hear him. You know how he is. You know, yes, he was just great. I do. Always great. Always great. Oh, just God, he would just crack me up to no end. Oh, I just love him. Just love him to death. So, yeah, I mean, Lauren, Lauren Coslow and myself and Jolene, uh, we're, we're going to take him out. We, we wanted to wait. We thought all this adulation would happen right after he left. And they said, okay, when, when, you know, when things are down the road and he, you know, he's feeling kind of maybe someday when he's going, okay, I need to be cheered up, we're, all, we're taking him out to dinner, you know. So that's the Good. three girls are taking him out. So he'll have a fun time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Oh yeah, got, there you go. Yeah, I mean he can handle the three of us. You know what Take I mean. Take him out to dinner. Yeah, he can handle the three of us. Oh God. I got blackmailed. I got blackmailed to take this caller on the line. I mean, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I love the guy. Yes. But he blackmailed me to make sure that he gets on the line tonight and because he said that if I didn't, he would wind up telling everybody I was 47 years of age <laughs> when I'm only 24. So, and so instead of having him do that, I decided to pick up this phone call. Okay. So, uh, Tom is with us Hi. right now. Hi, Nabelle. I'm... My name is Tom. Tom, hi, Tom. Hi, I'm a fairly new fan. I've only been watching Maggie since 1974, and, <laughs> and it is just such an honor to have oh. the chance to talk to you. Oh, and, you're so sweet. Thank you. And I, I just want just... to tell you. Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just want to tell you that I was one of those uh, fans in high school and college whose grandmother coerced me into watching the soaps with her. And uh, as she got older, especially I would come home from college, we would sit down and watch days and then another world every day before I went to my night job. And as she got older, really watching the shows kept her sharp and we would we would talk and discuss the storylines. And I think it really helps to keep her going a lot longer than the fact that she was so engaged with what was going on. Oh, aren't you so, sweet? Isn't that, that is a lovely thing to say. That is so nice. That is she, so nice. She, and she loved the character of Maggie. It was oh. Maggie and Alice were her two favorites. Oh, and, well, that is so nice. And, you know, I, I do hear that a lot. And, and you know, it's it's nice to have have changed someone's life or have have had someone, you know, get peace with watching someone else, you know, and, and I always said, you know, people say, well, why do people watch the soaps? I said, because we have it so much worse than they do. And they go, well, my life's not so bad. Their life is terrible. <laughs> and if they can survive what they go through, we can survive Absolutely. what they Absolutely. And, you know, my mom lives with me, so I, I understand, you know, uh, my dad passed away in uh, 96, and my mom came out to live with me in 97, and she she said, you know, if I weren't out here with you, I would have probably been gone long ago. And so, I mean, you, you know, it just touches your heart to know that there are people that watch the show that, 
that don't have anybody else. And and so I always want to be truthful and I always want to be true to myself. So I think that kind of helps. I don't know, when somebody watches, if they love your character, they love you. And, and of course, Maggie is a part of me. So that's the way it is. Well, that's one thing that I notice as I uh, as you watch the shows over a long period of time. It yeah. does seem that the, the character is written for the actors. Yeah. And... Uh, and then it gets to the point where you question how much difference there is between the two. Yes. And I was wondering, yes. of all the great actors that you've worked with over the years, yes. who do you think is the, was the most like their characters and who was the least? Oh, let's see. Um, I guess, hmm. Well, I think the least was Frances, Alice, because she, was, she was a spitfire, you know, uh, in, you know, Francis was, and Alice was very homey and sweet and whatever, and not that Francis wasn't any of those, but she was so much more, you know, she liked to have a good time, she liked to have a cocktail, and uh, she liked to have a little cigarette every now and then, I mean, so, I mean, oh, she, my goodness. you know, but I'm just saying, she, she just was very, she was a normal person. You know, I, mean, because I, I heard when, that, that she was a free when, spirit in the industry. Oh, I mean, you know, when Francis, you know, in Francis's day, Smoking was the big thing. You know, remember, if you look at all the, the older movies back when, that was their mode of expression, was to light up a cigarette. Light you up know, a cigarette they, and they, have a drink? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just every time you'd, you'd see a movie, I mean, a black and white movie, look at all those black and white movies. I watch them on AMC, and there's, like, that's all they do is smoke, 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 smoke. Well, I mean, Frances didn't do that, but I'm just saying every now and then she'd like to have right. a cigarette. You know, but she was so much more feisty than Alice Horton, and and I think the the person that was the most like her character was probably Brenda Benet. Do you remember Brenda uh, Benet? Absolutely, that was so. Well, sad. she was so lovely, and she was so lovely in her character. So I mean, I that's you know I, I mean, uh, that was the Brenda Benet I knew. I mean, I I don't know the Brenda Benet that. Uh, that is no longer with us, you know. I just know the one that was, was on the show with me the years that she was on the show, and she was a lovely person. And she, she totally saved that character, because what normally happens on a soap is when they break up on the wedding day and the oh, ex-wife comes back from the dead. Yes. It doesn't work unless you care about that person who came back. No and kidding. Brent made you care about her character That's so right. much. That's that it right. told the story for me. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And so, in that, in, yeah, go ahead. In that respect, I have to tell you that in a sense, I'm glad that my grandmother didn't live to see Maggie die. Oh. Uh, that storyline. I've watched movies. I'm one of these people, you know, Turner Classic Movies is the only yes, thing on yes, my Yes, TV yes, 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 Turner Classic and AMC, yeah, exactly. And I've watched these soaps yeah, since the mid-70s. I'm used to seeing characters die. I mean, yeah. And, and when Maggie was killed, that oh. was so real and so visceral. It actually made me physically ill to watch it. I was so disturbed by it, uh. but yet admiring your work in the process. And uh, how well, was I'm, that? Well, let me that? tell you, that was so, I was told seven weeks before that I was going to be killed off. And I was not to let anyone know, and of course, now I knew, and I had, to, and, and I was told, well, you know, you're going to have to play this like you don't know that you're going to die at the end. 
And that was so unnerving and so hard to play that you know at the end you're going to die, but not to play it. (laughs) You know, that was so that was so hard to play. It was just so uh, gut wrenching. And as hard as it was to watch, it was that hard to play. And is it really true that at that point that you didn't know you were coming back? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had Thanks. no idea. I had no idea. I thought we were all gone. I thought all ten of us, that was it for the rest of us. Well, you certainly know, we what you all... hear in the industry, cutting the budgets, cutting the There you go. Contract. There you go. And you thought, whoa. You know, and, I mean, that was kind of what pushed John Clark because he was upset. He was so upset that I was getting killed off. He said, why don't you kill me? Kill me. <laughs> you know, I want to go. I'm ready to go. You know, he said, don't kill her off. But, you know, that it was the, they were, were going to kill one person out of each family unit. And that's and right, was, and then it came on. And I was the one that was killed out of my family unit, yes. And Doug and, and the yeah, rest. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just really, it was so, and, and then, you know, I thought, oh, God, you know, and, and then to think for like a minute, for the audience to even think that Marlena would have done it, you know, I thought, how cruel is this, you know? Exactly. I, you know, and once they was, killed Alice, you, that's when we knew there was something was up. Yeah. Here. I mean, I thought, whoa, whoa, this is, we're really getting down to the nitty-gritty here. <laughs> and, I, and I have to tell you that I, I guess I sadly do agree with the idea of killing off Mickey because mm. nobody captured the character the way John did. No, you're right. That, you're right. And I felt so bad for John Ingle. I love him as I Edward love him too, but he was so wrong for that. He was because so wrong Because they put in him part. in the part, yeah. and immediately upon they, putting him in the part, they changed the way the character acted. Oh, I know. He acted it was like a fool. I thought, what are you doing this to this man? You know? It, it, but see, by it, then I was gone. Right. See, I, they, were, they had already killed me off. Right. And then you, know, you came back. And in fact, right. there I had heard that he is a teddy bear and a gentleman oh, and a professor. Oh, he's lovely. He is so lovely and so sweet. And like the last day when I was shooting my last scene with him, um, he was he we were in the we were in the set, and he said, "And why are why are we killing this girl off again?" <laughs> 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 I mean, he was so he was so lovely, very nice. But, you know, when I found out that, that Mickey was going to be, um, they were going to remove the character from the canvas, I called John, and, I, and uh, Patty and John got on the phone, and I said, you know, I, I, need, I have something to tell you. And someone had already sent him some scripts, which I hadn't even had any scripts yet, and he knew. So I didn't have to be the one to break the news to him, but he already knew, and he was fine with it, you know. Uh, and I just, I, the only thing I just said, well, I hope I do the character and, and I hope I do you justice and, and that's all, you know. So it was, that was kind of a, I had to tie that end up. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. Well, I have yeah. to tell you that, that it, uh, with life being crazy, I had sort of drifted away from the show a little bit. And when right. I heard that this was happening, it yeah. brought me back because I had to see Yes. And n- normally you think the actor might get a little, you know, be very you're sort of hysterical and uncontrollable. Right. But you played it with such uh, subtle, a subtlety. It was just like devastation, not hysterics. Yeah. Exactly. And your, your acting choices were so 
spot on that oh, it was Tom. beautiful to watch the Thank way you, you so would much. you would be reserved and then the moment Doug or Julie put their arms around you then you'd kind of crack a little bit yeah yeah and yeah. I I just wanted want you to know that people see all those little subtle acting choices that you oh, gave you through so that storyline. And, you know, when and, Lisa when Lisa Trussell came back, my daughter, you know, Melissa yeah. came back. The day mm-hmm. I opened the door and she was there, I said to her, we saw each other in the makeup room, and I said, nah, I, don't sh- I, I said, let's not talk until we get out there. You know, I mean, because I wanted it to be that, you know, that the first You're time the you stage. see her, you know, and the day, and then, of course, the day that she had to say goodbye, it was just, it was just so, oh, my God, you know, it was, it was hard. It and was that all, is so it was, great oh. that they're willing to bring the original actors back. Oh, wasn't that lovely? It was, it was really lovely. Yes, yes. And I've heard that they're going to be doing that again with um, involving Alice's death. Yes, it's going to be done, um, and we don't know exactly when, but uh, there was some mention about it in the spring. I don't know what that means, whether that's when we're going to shoot it or that's when it's going to air. I'm not sure, but I'm sure that's kind of what they're heading up to, you know. Well, I appreciate that they're taking the time to to do it right. Yes. Because she was, I mean, it's... It's not an overstatement to say that she was an icon in the Oh, industry. my goodness. She was, you know, she was the show. I mean, once Mac, when Mac passed away, I mean, it was the two of them were such a, you know, a cornerstone of the show. And when we lost Mac, I mean, it all fell on her shoulders, and she didn't she handle it beautifully. And, she, and so it's, yes, it's, we, we owe this to her. Yes, we do. Do you sort of feel that Maggie is now becoming the heir apparent to the Alice character? Oh, I don't think anybody can can fill her shoes. Um, it would. It's just nice to be. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's just nice to have something to do, to be playing with so many characters that I've never really played with before, and to just be on the canvas again. It's that's what's lovely for me, and that's how it. I'm looking at it. I'm not. I'm. You know, I have no aspirations of filling anybody's shoes. I just want to fill my own. <laughs> well, you're doing a beautiful <laughs> job of it. And I and I have to tell you that I think the reason why things worked so well with you and with Brian, and I'm very upset about Brian. I am too. Well, is that something like alcoholism and the the concept of yes. Maggie being Lucas's sponsor yes. when the two characters really have no storyline connection. Yes. This this situation out of left field links yes. them together. Yes. And in any time I saw Lucas or Maggie, that thought came right back into my yeah. mind. Yeah. That yeah. that the uh, that these two people who wouldn't normally really know each other very well. Yeah. Yeah. And this created the bond, and the two of you absolutely just portrayed that. And just those are the kind of things that make these stories realistic to the fans. Well, we really clicked. We always clicked from day one. I mean, we really did. So that's what that's what the lovely thing about it was. And that's why, even though we worked hard on our scenes, they seemed to flow so beautifully because we had we, we worked on them, at, you know, at home, and, and then we got there and we just let it go, let it fly. You know, and that's kind of what it was like. And that's, and that's what shows. It's like I can see yeah. that you put a lot of work into it, yeah. but then it looks so effortless, yeah. which is... Yeah. Yeah. What you're trying to get through. Sure. And 
And the people are making fun of me on the message board. They're saying that I'm hijacking the show here. Oh, my. So, well, Tom, then maybe you better. <laughs> well, we're I have to let some of my friends move in. But no, I have to that's you not that. what I'm seeing. Everybody else is saying uh, <laughs> he's getting so much material out of Suzanne that I can make him my co-host. So I no. said, hmm. No, well, this, I mean, it's just that, that when you have, you know, someone who's such, such a big fan and knows so much about so many of the characters that you know oh, it's just nice you you feel a kindred spirit there you know and that's nice well you know? i just what the one thing i don't understand is how i turned from a college student into an old man and you look about <laughs> three years older than you did the first time i ever saw you oh aren't yeah. you sweet well i i oh, i'm sure that's not the case at all but thank you for saying that and and um my mom is is a lovely woman and so if i can only you know, look half as good as my mom when I'm her age. I will be blessed. I have no doubt. Well, <laughs> well, I'll I'll move on and let other people talk. I just All want to right, tell Dee-Dee. you that this has been an absolute honor. Oh, Tom, thank you so much for calling and thank you for sharing me all your wonderful memories of your mom and and thank you for being a wonderful fan of the show. Still. And I'll and I'll be there right all along right, the way. All right, darling. Okay, you take care of yourself. Okay, take care. Okay, right. bye bye. Tom's great. Tom's Every great so guy. often, my southern accent slips in there. Do you hear it? It just kind of slips right on I in there. I just heard it. I did hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Virginia for you. I can't get rid of it. You know, it's there, so I have to curb take, that little sucker in when I'm on the show. You can't take Virginia out That's of the That's it, honey. That's it. I definitely was glad that I let Tom uh, come through because we definitely hit upon one of the things we definitely wanted to talk about was trans history. We, you know, lost her and, you know, it was definitely something that everybody was definitely in mourning about, not just cast members and crew, but every single fan of days, not even a fan of days. We were just, we were just heartbroken. I know it was, it was, I mean, we knew that, that, you know, in the last few years that she had slowed down and, and um, she was, you know, not her pistol-packing mama self, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But but it was always like she was never going to leave us, you know. She was always going to be there. And that's what um, – so, so physically she's not, but she's always in my heart, you know. And I think about her and I, you know, um, well, I, you know, I'm very religious, so I pray for yeah. rest and peace. For that particular week, in six days, I lost three people that I knew. So it was very hard. It was a very hard week. So what got me through was, you know, my my prayers, you know, that yeah. they, they rest in peace, you know. And, and uh, so it just, um, things just trigger. When I see certain things, it triggers, you know, memories of her. So it's just, um, she'll always be in my thoughts. So that's that's all I can say. Absolutely, and like and like Tom said, we all said they got to do. They, I hope they do this justice and do this right because oh, I'm sure she, they will. She was dazed. She and oh, uh, McDonald Carey were absolutely, 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 and I'm I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Be, I have no doubt about it. I have no doubt I whatsoever. I would love to see some returns come to the show. Oh, wouldn't Missy that be Reeves lovely? Be one of them. Yeah. Missy yeah. Reeves would be one of them. Um, right at the top of the list would be Missy Reeves. Um, yeah. I would love it if Ryan Zapilla came back as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of. 
Yeah, oh, there's man. so many, so many, you know. Um, so it it will it will just be, it will be uh, it will be a scrapbook of memories. I hope. Yes, I and, agree. You know, each it page will be was, yeah. It was funny too that he had mentioned this because I actually had a question from somebody saying. Are they building you up to be the new matriarch of Salem? Well, you know, uh, I, I just, um, you know, as you heard what I said to Tom, I said I, I wouldn't presume yeah. to fill anybody's shoes, and I, I just want to be the best that I can be, and um, wherever that takes me, that'll that'll be where I go, and uh, I just want to, I just want to be Maggie. That's all, you know, and so I'll just be whatever whatever it is I can do, however I can Absolutely. help in any way. That's what I'll do. You know, but nobody can fill their shoes. It's like nobody was ever able to fill Max's shoes and Tom, and no one will ever be able to fill Alice's shoes. Nor should they. Nor should they. You know that is that is something precious, and no one should ever disturb that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. I like that sentiment. I like that sentiment. Yeah. You know, don't have anybody else try to fill anybody's shoes. No, 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 no. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's it. it. That's it. That's it. it. You know, develop other things, but don't touch what's what's been perfect. Absolutely. We got time for one more caller. Okay. Uh, Jamila is on the line right now. Okay. Say hi to Suzanne. Hi, hi, Suzanne. Hi, Jamila. How are you? I'm I'm good and hi Nadal to you too. So oh, thank about. you. Um, uh, Suzanne, I I just have to say that it's like I I love you. <laughs> I love well, you. I love you too. Thank you. Oh, it's very thanks. sweet I'm, to say. That's hard to tell somebody that that you, yeah, you really, really don't is. know. I mean, it and that's, really that's very is. sweet. Yeah. That's very. Um, I've been. My grandmother was actually a ABC watcher, but every now and again, you know. Just yeah. being around, I would flip the channels and go to Channel <laughs> Ten, and you know, watch NBC, yeah. and yeah. Um, I fell in love with Maggie Horton. I mean, Aww. I just she's she's definitely one of my my, my favorites, and Aww. I am so glad that they reversed the whole killing you off the show thing because that oh. kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, to, um, to be subtle about it, that pissed me off. <laughs> And I just can't believe I'm talking to you, and I think Aww. Tom actually made me forget all my questions, so I'm rambling a little bit just to try to remember. Oh, that's okay. What that's I wanted perfectly to ask. okay. That's perfectly <laughs> um, all right. And like, and he touched on those, like, what I loved. Um, I, one of the things I loved was watching you and Brian DeTillo. Oh, um, I know. Form the relationship between I Lucas know. and Maggie, and I think what I love about those kind of relationships is because I think those kind of organic mm-hmm. relationships that come out of real issues mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. as important, if not Absolutely. more so, than the romances. And well, weren't like weren't that. the scenes that when when I went into the um, into the to the the little bar yeah. and I caught him drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Weren't they wonderful? The yeah. Deaton Heart. I yes. mean, I thought, yes. I mean, not for just myself. I'm just saying, I just felt they were so, you know, visceral. You know, those scenes that I had with him, and we were so, like, there. You know, he yeah. was so angry. Yeah. And, so, and I thought, this is good. This is good, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and then, they, then they say, you got to, you got to, you know, um, get, he's going to go to drink, and, and you just stop him any way you want. And when I knocked the drink out of his hand, it was like, 
He looked at me, and I was I was like looking at him, going, "Oh my God!" <laughs> that was very. I thought that you was know. very powerful and very well done, and I just I, I love those organic moments because yeah, I think yeah, they're really good. And um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was I, fun I just recently just uh, right before the show aired because I wanted to reaffirm myself with it. I was rewatching when you found out Mickey died. Yeah. And yes. I felt like I was watching when Alice found out Mac died because, yes. uh, well, Tom, I'm sorry. Yes, Tom, yeah. Died. And I thought, wow, it's just so beautifully done. Aww. It's so real. And, and so it brings tears because, you know, Tom and Alice were that, that the, the, the highest tree branch up there, but then you had Mickey and Maggie right there. Oh, well, aren't you sorry? And so, you know. Yeah, it was it was um it was hard to play. Yeah. It was it was um saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really felt like I was saying goodbye to him. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what made it, you know. So I was trying to bring that. I was trying to make it seem exactly the way I was feeling that day, you know, that that's that I was saying goodbye to someone that had you know, listen, let's face it. If it weren't for him, there wouldn't have been a Maggie. There wouldn't have been a Maggie. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? He, he saved her. So, exactly, yeah. and that's how I felt about it, and that's why it was so poignant for me to call him up personally and talk to him. Yeah. So I would know exactly how I felt when I first came on the show and the first day I met him, and, you know, I just I had to go through that all in my, in my work process, you know, to make sure mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah, 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 and you, yeah. you, you did it really beautifully. Well, I think I remember my question, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, okay, we we know that now it seems like daytime is dying. Yeah. Um, that's all we hear in the industry is that daytime right. is a giant grief and right. everything. I just wanted to get your uh, take on that with, you know, like Guiding Light was canceled and then Astral Turns was canceled. Yeah, and yeah. You know, what, what do you think about that? What is What are your thoughts? Well, I, I think, I don't necessarily think daytime is dying. What I think is that people, years ago, um, there was only one one adult in the family working, whether it be, yeah. because, whether it be the father or the mother, but one right. was working, and the other one would be at home, taking care of the home. Uh, now there is... Uh, the industry that we're in and and the way the country is right now they have to have both parents working mm-hmm. now in my in my mom and dad always worked both of them always worked so they never knew there were never soaps on when i was you know coming up there were right. they didn't have mom because they weren't in the house mm-hmm. and by the time i came home from school it was sit down and do your homework and and you know and then they would be home um so i think people are still watching they're just right. they're just videotaping them. They're VCRing them. They're they're DVDing them. They're do whatever. They're doing whatever. They're you know, and that's what's going on because obviously with all the fans that we still have, somebody's watching. So yeah. So but I think what happened was is that the industry itself took a huge cut, mm-hmm. and the, and not just our industry, but I'm talking about, oh, yes, you hear it every day, the unemployment rate and all that stuff. Every, everybody yeah. is losing their jobs. Yeah. And so we were we were presented with, okay, these are cuts that we've got to make in order to keep this show on the air. Now, you can take the cut. We had one cut a year and a half, you know, uh, well, now it's been two and a half years ago. 
Uh-huh. And then and then we had that was a, a 15% cut, and then the next cut that came along was 50%, 5-0. So in total, in a number of two years, we were cut, you know, 65%. So you go, whoa, whoa. that's um, a lot of money. That's yeah. a big cut. That is a lot of money. Yeah, that and is a so lot of money. that's what we were presented with. And our show was, was this. We were either going to do, we were either going to take the cut and do the best show we could do and, and prove to whoever, the powers that be, that right. the show could be as wonderful as it ever was way back when, or we were going to go off the air. So yeah. we decided to take the cuts. That's what we did. And I mean everybody. I mean crew, cast, everybody took the cuts. And... I think the show is better now than it's ever been. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely. Because I think the group of people, well, the group of people that we have there right now, really working hard. They really want the show to be good, and it shows. The ratings are up. So, I mean, I I have to feel that, um, you know, 65% is a lot, but I feel that, uh, consequently, we said, whoa, if I yeah. want to keep working, I better take this cut, and I better do the best I can do. And that's how everybody thinks right now. Um, and well, do you think that somehow, you know, with the industry, that they have shifted from actually looking at the number of people who are watching? Like, it, it's like not so fan-oriented. It's more of the, a business decision that needs to be made. Well, obviously. Because it's of the a, business yeah. model. Well, yeah. And, well, it, yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, it is a business. I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously it's a business yes. no matter mm-hmm. what. And mm-hmm. they want to see a profit. So right. by cutting down to the bare minimum, they're, you know, they've got to get their profit. I mean, they've got to get something out of the show or the show is going to go off. So by us taking the cuts, you know, and getting back to what is important, putting right. out a good product, getting the audience to watch, and and getting um, people that are that are fans to write in to keep watching to um, to showing up at our events, a fan events and whatever, mm-hmm. and getting the word out that we're that we're still as good or better than we ever were, then I think that they're taking a second look at us. Yeah. So I think the shows that were maybe hanging on, uh, you know, by a thread before couldn't survive the cut, right, you know, where right. we survived the cut, and uh, I think that's kind of where it is. I, I don't know how else to I, – I think all I can think of is that. I just love that Days of Our Lives, what I love about it is that you guys are being used again, that they're Yay! actually looking at the vets <laughs> and saying, hey, we've got story for these people. Let's actually tell it, and hey, that is the exactly. awesome thing, and I wish yeah. that – other shows would follow your example because well, I, um, I, it's, it's, it's definitely nice to be, yeah, it's nice to be found again. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I've, I've mm-hmm. always been there. I just I was just so on the back burner that you know uh, other people were you know had bigger you know guarantees or whatever, and they were being used. And um, I hadn't gone anywhere, and my love for the work was still there. But yeah. uh, you know, it's just nice to be appreciated again. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Thank you very much, well, thank Suzanne. You very I've much. had an honor talking to you. It's oh, been, well, thank it, you I'll, very I'll remember much. this. Oh, well, great. Thank you. Take you. Care. you All too. right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Don't we have the best fans in the world? We do, don't we? We do have the best <laughs> fans, you and me. I love them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Fans exactly. are great. Well, I'm sure. And it's I've, funny. Too. <laughs> it's I funny, too. Someone just, like, popped in. Someone just, like, popped in, and yeah. and one of my friends, Sean, he said he loves you. You're a great Aww. actress. Aww. And he enjoyed meeting you at day, uh, um, and Cindy Mintz said they enjoyed meeting you at the Day of Days. Oh, oh, really? Oh, wonderful. Well, I, you know, the the thing is when people come into the, you know, come backstage or at the fan events or whatever, sometimes you, I, if I'm working, of course, you know, I always talk to my fans and, you know, if they want to sign pictures or take pictures or sign autographs or whatever I do. But sometimes, you know, if I'm not there that day, I miss them. And it's, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I go, yeah, but I want to see them. I want to meet them. <laughs> so that's why the fan events, that's why the fan events are so important because, you know, we all show up and, and we want them to come, you know, because it, it gives us a boost. So we know what yeah. we're doing, you know, and, and we, we come back the next, like we have the fan event on a Saturday and when we come back to work on Monday, it's like we're all charged again. You know, it's that, you know, we got the boost that we needed. So yeah. it's good. It's good. It it's good. all good. I I enjoy this. Did you have a good time here? I had a wonderful time. And any time that you want to do this again, I'm I'm game. Oh, I would love it if you came back to the show. Are you kidding? I would love it. Listen, your your producer's probably going to say she talks too much. No, I don't want her. You know, but I love it. Oh, please. I, I love, it. I love, it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm the producer of this show. I'm oh, the creator great. of this show. Oh, great. So everything is under my watch. And I if I it. say so, it's going to happen. Oh, so. I love it. Well, I love to hear that. And at any time, if you want to talk about anything, I mean, as long as, you know, I know it's, I can talk about it, I will. You know I will. <laughs> well, I mean, there's things that haven't aired yet I can't talk about yet. You know what I mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. That's true. That is true. You Absolutely. Know. The door is always going to be open for you to come back. Absolutely. Oh. Thank you oh, so honey, much. Oh, honey, thank you so much. I, I'm so I really pleased. Appreciate it. And I and this and what a lovely day this has been. You've made my day. Oh, uh, what an honor it was to speak oh. with you, Suzanne Rogers. Everybody from Days for oh, Lives, NBC Daytime. Thank you so much again. All right. Take care. And anytime. Remember what I said. Okay. Anytime, indeed. Okay. Yes. All right. Take care. Happy take care. Thursday. Bye. Bye. Look at that, guys. Invitation to come back right off the bat. I love it. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my days. Suzanne Rogers, Maggie Horton from Days of Our Lives. We days with NBC weeknights on SoapNet. Um, make sure you guys, uh, due to Olympic coverage, make sure you check your local listings tomorrow because Days of Our Lives is going to be airing at different times in specific time zones, so make sure you guys find out when it's going to air in your area tomorrow. Uh, for now, I am signing off. We'll probably be back very, very soon. We'll definitely keep you updated. Follow us on Twitter, Buzzworthy Radio. Facebook page is at Buzzworthy Radio, and our website is www.buzzworthyradio.net. For now, I am signing off. This is Novell J. Lee, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. See you guys next time.